0: Hello, and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I'm Eric Ozemba. And I'm Brady Steffel. (laughs) You are indeed Brady Steffel. Yes, I am.
1: How are you doing? Ah, pretty good. Pretty good. Just enjoying the weather. If anybody's wondering, it's uh, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. So it's uh, Star Wars Day. Oh, ha, 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 ha,
0: ha, ha. I get it. Oh, that's that's funny. Glad you do, man. That's an old joke. Yeah, Um, yeah. But it is,
1: yeah. It's May the 4th. So it's May the 4th be with you. They call it... uh, Star Wars Day or whatever, they're probably going to name that, but uh, May the 4th. So it's beautiful out. It's like 67 degrees and uh, sunny, and it's perfect weather. And I was out pulling weeds earlier for mine and for the, the older lady who lives next door. So being, being a good steward of the neighborhood. You are a good person, man. You can come over and pull weeds over here. You know? No, so, thanks, yeah. man. You are an able-bodied... And
0: I am just like killing myself every weekend trying to get this garden in order. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's... Uh, well, hey, and we're getting tomatoes for you from you, so appreciate that. Kelsey's That's very right. excited. Very yeah. excited. Yeah. So we're all, we're all yeah. yeah, we're we're all I'm very well. Like, guy. Yeah, like yeah, I don't know how many you actually plant, but um yeah. if Chad's out there, he listens, uh this guy grows tomatoes and he gives the starters away maybe once. <laughs> he's got any That's left, right. Got plenty, plenty. Yeah. Tomato guy. List. Yeah. So yeah, um but other yeah, Chad's buying a house and I talked to him. I was we did socially distance hangout. On Sunday afternoon, which was pretty sweet. I haven't talked about it in a long time. So life's good. Like it's it's overall, uh, you know, it's nice. I like spring. So I'm, I'm excited about springtime things.
0: It is. It's really nice. How about that crazy? Let's talk weather. How about that crazy weather last night? How about, yeah, what was that?
1: Yeah. 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 I, yeah we went to bed going, uh, it's fine. The windows are open. It's beautiful. Um, we don't get much of a cross breeze. So it's not like we're going to freeze out in the middle of the night. And then it was like, plink, 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 plink. plink. Um, so that was, unexpected and uh, abrupt, so <laughs> say the very least. No, it was crazy. I was
0: just like thinking, oh my gosh, You know, it was a good thing I put the tomatoes in the garage because they're outside hardening off right now. And mm-hmm. and I thought, fortunately, I put them in the garage before that because I was convinced that I was like, ah, they're not going to get any rain or any hail by right. any stretch of the
1: imagination. And lo and behold, crazy. little squall. A yeah. little, little, little Colorado squall. Came a little through crazy. It. And that yeah. was, it was in and out and then, yeah, oh. we can talk about grain
0: futures in a minute here, but I think we got a few other things to buzz around town. So
1: <laughs> the weather taken care of too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I gotta say, for for everybody out there, like, are you when are you planting stuff? Because I'm looking at the the two week forecast, and I'm just like, I'll plant whatever now. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, last year we got that really late snowstorm, which was crazy. It was like the
0: twentieth, just about. It was just nuts. But okay. typically, I always. I always like to think around Mother's Day weekend. So mm-hmm. yeah, well I'd say after, after this week, Friday is supposed to be really cool. Yeah. So after Friday, because okay. tomatoes, I mean, especially tomatoes, they don't really love the weather when it's really cold at night. So they don't love anything like less than 40 degrees. So okay. um, yeah, it'll just really help. Yep. It'll be more successful if you plant them when it's a little warmer, the soil's a little warmer, and you can get there consistent temperatures. So, you
1: got to Speaking as a previous master gardener with the extension office, I can tell you these things. You so. heard it here first. I did take my lime tree outside. So, I, and that, that thing's a beast. It's got a huge pot, and I, I drag it outside, and that schlep happens once a year. I mean, yeah. one way. Now, do you it's get not... limes? Do you get limes? Yeah, lime? actually, yeah, once in a while. Nice. Uh, last year, we got two. <laughs> I got two last year. It's blooming really well. It's fruiting really well this year. So far, everything is uh, fixing. So hopefully, we get more because last year I, got, I had like half a dozen on there, and we kept having kids over, and they kept like they just rip one off that was about two weeks from being ready, and they'd be like, "I brought you this," and it's like, "No, I've been waiting for weeks, for months." Um, but we've gotten a few. Yeah, make a gin and tonic. Oh like, good. Um, hey, that's pretty. So it actually exciting. does work. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I yeah. never
0: had success with citrus. So, hey,
1: got to keep good it in you. I mean, it's. Oh, I'm I know. Mixing? I tried, and it would just Barely. get
0: infected with scale. So, I would just. I just huh. gave up after a while. So, stay at yeah. my house. Don't bring that. I know. Around. That's right. I'm not bringing that junk to your yeah all
1: right let's do long mud stuff Let about- do- <laughs> let's do let's talk about limes what about yeah. lemons
0: what's your favorite citrus
1: yeah uh i think i think lime is an underrated <laughs> citrus fruit i've said this for years I, i've literally said that phrase for years i think lime is the most underrated citrus fruit. why
0: is it an underrated citrus
1: i think like it goes into gin and tonics and it goes into like some tequila drinks and then what else do you do with limes people just don't use it people like Lemons and oranges and whatever stuff. I think I think lime is is better than we give it credit for. It's already considered good. I think it's great. That's all I'm saying. So you want to really elevate
0: good. lime? Okay, so we'll get you on the bandwagon to like elevate lime. Yeah, so, all right. So, awesome. Awesome. You'll start a so if anybody has any questions about limes, info at side dish. Oh, don't that, I don't know anything about limes. <laughs> <laughs> I just like them.
1: All right. Uh, so awesome. In, all right. But go for it. And Longmont. What we talk about? What we talk about last week. I think we mentioned that uh, there's a building by. Uh, cheese importers, the burned down. The roof collapsed. The walls collapsed. Yeah. Um And if if you missed last week, it's behind the cheese importers. So not you know across the street or anything on Main Street. It's on Kaufman, basically right behind there, the hundred block. And they're ruling that as an arson, which is high drama for our our fair city. Wow. Yeah. So it um, is. yeah. Too bad. I don't know what was in there. I think it was kind of a derelict, unused thing. Maybe they'll sell the lot. Maybe something neat will happen there. But it's next yeah. to transfer station, power transfer station. So maybe. Yeah. not. And they did have to shut the power down to like a thousand people so that the uh, the firefighters could actually fight the fire.
0: Ah, you know it's funny because I think it was like you said it was Friday, right thereabouts. Uh, yeah, Friday. It a- yeah, it was like I remember at, uh, I was at work and all of a sudden it was like everything went out, mm-hmm. and so I got home and everything was out here too as well. So
1: it was it was pretty widespread. Yeah, they said a thousand. 000- Thousand homes or thousand people, yeah, at, yeah, customers. I can't remember what it was, but no. they said, yeah, it was it was pretty big. But they didn't want to, you know, electrocute the the firefighters with the big old spray blasts. Yeah, no. shut the transfer. Probably a good idea. Yeah, probably good I would idea. say so. So yeah, that happened. What do you got? What happened? I got Longmont? the uh, Longmont Leader is a
0: new local news source in Longmont, and um, they actually bought the assets of the Longmont Observer. So the Observer is no more. But this is a an experiment by. Um actually, it's financially backed in the short term by Google, believe it or not um, really? it's called the compass Experiment, and this is something going on across the country where they are trying to do some local news and trying to get local news um happening in local markets in small markets and so they actually recognized Longmont as one of those areas they wanted to look at as far as making sure that we have access to
1: local news so well, we yeah this we already is have this the times
0: thing. call, obviously, but well we got
1: this we got this hot.
0: Hot take. (laughs) (laughs) you know i can't believe that nobody wouldn't think that we're the hot take and we're the hot customers in town i mean we we should be we should be like that's all that you know and that's all you don't need to get your news from anywhere else
1: well if there's anybody you like from there we can get somebody like that on that'd be an interesting thing to talk about yeah in fact actually i've got a
0: i'm efforting that so we'll see if we get somebody on from um from from the Longmont leader
1: i think that would be possible so that'd be cool because you and i are like way before this podcast sort of talked about one of the things we talked about in the very beginning was there is a a dearth of uh of local news and called news deserts and longmont doesn't have much and at the time i was kind of poo-pooing it and as i've done a lot of this it's like yeah there really isn't a lot of there's there's nowhere central to go to get your news about what's going on in Longmont. longmont uh the longmont gov page is actually not bad but in terms of other stuff if you want to find out about what's happened and you know these arsons apparently that are widespread um yeah it'd be, it'd be nice i hope that it's successful we'll see yeah it's all about the model of paying so that's the biggest thing so yeah you know, I'm just people to
0: pay for news and actually i would take offense to the news desert but anyway we'll, we'll go offline and we can talk about that some other time we
1: can but talk about that offline yeah. that was language you know, that you yeah. found that somebody else had used so that yeah, my yeah, language.
0: yeah, that was, yeah. Um, i think there's a lot of news sources now i think part of it is the fact that people just don't think they're good well no. some yeah. of it is, some of it is not. <laughs> I mean, they should really focus on side dish. Yeah. No, we you know, should find it. You know, That's what people should listen to. Go on wherever you news. go
1: and press your like button. Give us that's the right. thumbs up, the five stars, share us with your friends. <laughs> do what you gotta do. That's two right. two middle aged men. Right. Oh my gosh. About, that's um, right. Medium sized <laughs> city in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> all
0: right, moving right along. So we've got the cheese shop, is open. Cheese shop's open. Yeah. So you got twenty percent off of cheeses, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, if you you know now right now we have mandatory mask wearing, so that just came out today. That that was so, issued and that goes into yeah. effect. I think the ninth. I think yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I, I thought effective. it was like as soon as possible,
1: but I think that ninth, I just read yeah. something about it too, yeah. and I think it's the ninth. So, okay. um, but either way, they're doing mandatory masks. So, in
0: any case, yeah, you can go to the cheese shop now and get some cheap cheese. You know, if a charcuterie is your thing, mm. you can find charcuterie everywhere now because. Mm like the makings for it. So you can find like salami, like in all the pandemic or all the outbreak scares, like meat was gone, paper towels, toilet paper, but you know, you could get, you could get sliced, <laughs> sliced Parma ham or you could get fancy cheese That's and swell. you could have this amazing
1: spread for a holiday party. But <laughs> you couldn't well, you could find had, like staples. Party. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can still get. Uh, I will say that I, I don't mind the olive bars at the various grocery stores in town uh, yeah. with all that stuff in it, but I do really like going to cheese and porters. They've got, I mean, if you've oh, never been, they've got a yeah. lot of cool stuff, a lot of products from France that are really high quality and neat jams and, and other stuff. And uh, they have that olive bar type stuff there too. So by all means, get in there and check it out. Go buy some food. Um, yeah. just, just be sane, people, because I went to That's Home right. Depot this weekend and I did. I was a good boy. I used the curbside pickup. Uh, I knew what I wanted because I needed some grass seed and the dogs were so hard on it. And I went in and got that. Some other the garden supplies and um, the, the parking lot was looting tunes. It was unbelievable. I could not believe how wild the parking lot was. And it was this just swarm of people came flooding out at the same time. And it was everything from, I don't care. I'm not wearing a mask to um, people wearing like the rubber NIOSH approved with the pink things. Cause I mean, in the beginning of this, like you can't get a mask anywhere. We don't have any masks in the house. I wear a, you know, what? And it's like all I have is one of those. So there could be people out there that aren't overreacting. But hey, I gotta say, if there's any way to keep that stuff out of your face, it'd probably be the way to go. A like big, pink, mm-hmm. organic blocking, whatever, what like that? That seals your face up. So, no, no. Some of the
0: creativity around the masks is really hysterical. Like some of the things people are doing. I mean, it's good. It's cool.
1: Yeah, it's nice to, to do take. a lot of that. So. um, Oof, yeah, that's good. Um, so that was weird. I mean, it, it was just kind of weird to go out and live in isolation so much. Like we, you know, Kelsey and I have been working from home and then you go to see that and there's just this crush of people. And it's like, this yeah. is, I don't think exactly the way this is supposed <laughs> to be. <laughs> I think there was a cartoon or something about, you
0: know, California had closed yeah. their beaches.
1: Yeah. And so, so they somebody,
0: went. Somebody had showed like a, a juxtaposition of somebody in a grocery store and someone in a beach. And yeah. so, like they showed
1: this crowded grocery store and then they, they show this empty beach.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> like what's wrong with this picture? So the
1: thing is we all need to get out of the house and people get frustrated and they get bored and they get, you know, like some people are working and some people are and you go to the grocery store and it, it just gets to be very frustrating to sit at home and not know how long this is going to go on. And especially for older folks, like my next door neighbor, it can be very stressful. She's always been very active. She turned 81, I think just a couple of weeks ago. And she said that now um, it's it's hard. She doesn't even want to go outside to do walking now. She said it's hard to get started, but she's always been, you know, take two walks a day, that kind of person. So it's, you know, check on your neighbors, make sure everybody's okay, help them out, support them, you know, chat over the fence.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, kind of no, absolutely. You got to check on everybody in your neighborhood. It's a good time to be neighborly and, uh, you know, just be nicer than usual. So it'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, Don't just kind of hide out in your house all day long. You know, you step out and say hi. Maybe weed for your neighbors like Brady. Maybe, oh, maybe, you know. yeah. Um, a couple of other things too for our buzz. Um, Cafe Luna. I was there last week and, um, you know, the owner gym is, is still open and, you know, it's very, you feel very safe in there because it's like sequestered. You've got plexiglass, like you can't even get to the counter anymore, so it's kind of this big plexiglass um, and desk situation going on there and what what's the most exciting part of that is I've been nagging him tell for us, years they're nagging tell him us. for years about the hardwood floors yep and so he's actually refinishing them now because he says there's nothing else to do plus he's going to paint it so gosh what's left on that list I'll have to tick off a list for him I'll probably have yeah, just- like- to Give them a list and say other things that I want to see at Cafe Luna.
1: (laughs) I'd say it was, it was definitely up for it. Um, And if you haven't listened to all of our exhaustive episodes, Eric does uh, wax on about that quite a bit. It's like, well, whatever. I don't know. He's like, no, I'll do it. So uh, this is big news. This is big news in our little world uh shows you how big our world is
0: it is pretty exciting actually even my friends in boston gary and harry were talking about i mentioned that they re- he's redoing the floors and they were like oh my gosh last time we were there which was december they said we were remarking about how bad the floors were i'm like see join the list it's a
1: movement east, it's a movement east coast elitist friends <laughs> I, I will say that I, I, I hope for the best for all of these businesses. I really do. I know it's going to be a struggle yeah. to make it through a lot of this stuff, and I hope that their businesses continue. I, I hope that what Luna is going through and this giving them the opportunity to refinish their floors, which probably they didn't really want to do because they didn't have time. Yeah. I hope that, that you know, like there are businesses that can get some decent things out of this. I know that the guy who lives next door owns an energy gum company. Go, Everybody go eat some Apollo energy gum. Uh, it's a free plug for Boyd and Scott. Huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he, he owns energy part of gum, it. energy yes. gum, that's caffeinated cool. gum, I guess. Yeah. Um, right. yeah, so he, he does that. So they drive to Denver for that. Um, and he's a part owner, I should say. And then he, uh, they've been doing some machine upgrades because, you know, it's been going in these big cycles where they need to produce a bunch and they've been helping out by giving it to the healthcare workers too, to keep people, uh, just, you know. Just just raring to go on the like 12, 14, 16 hour medical shifts. So that's, you know, that's great to see. Um, but they're using it too to upgrade some of their machinery and take time to, to work on some of that stuff. So hopefully they come through it. Uh, Luna comes through it. All the other ones yeah. businesses that we've got to come through it safe and have been able to use downtime for productive things. Um, yeah. That type of stuff.
0: So. No, and I, uh, a couple of other mentions too. Brown Shoes is open. I noticed that. And then Longmont Florist is open. But, of course, Mother's Day is coming up. So, you know, they, they've always had online delivery. You could go online or you could call and have flowers delivered, minimal contact or no contact. And um, But now it looks like you can pop in and grab some flowers too as well. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's – Yeah. It's, things are it's, kind of coming back. I mean, notice my eye doctor is taking – She's taking uh, uh, appointments now, and the dentist is open. So dentist ones. The dental one, I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not rushing out to get. I don't think anybody's really rushing out to get their teeth cleaned in a normal year, and all of a sudden, like, hey, sure.
1: There's a reason why they want you to sign up for the next dental cleaning. Yeah, (laughs) that when you're there. (laughs) You want to sign? It's like no. I mean, I don't (laughs) want to come back and get my teeth scratched, but. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the it's thing you're supposed to do. So you do it you sign up. Uh, but if they'd call, you'd probably just go, well, I know that number grown, grown, grown. And yeah, those things. doing your taxes, get your teeth cleaned. Uh, <laughs> joys of being a, a responsible adult. Yep. So yeah. Um, there's all that kind of stuff going on. Um, you know, if they say it's safe to do, don't, don't take medical advice from me. I'm just a, a, a schmuck. Um, listen to people. I thought you were hard driving news. No. Hard drive. All the news you want to know and absolutely nothing useful for you personally. <laughs> <laughs> Other than go buy cheese. If it's cheese.
0: All right. Well, we're efforting to get our guests. So we were going to take a quick pause here in just a minute. All right. Welcome back. We are joined by Teresa Storch, who is a, a musician here in town. And specifically, are you in Longmont? Are you? I know you're in Boulder County, but are you specifically in Longmont? Because I was reading your bio.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We live um, 75th and Nelson. There was I was just oh, looking wow. at your one of your last podcasts was talking about our apartments near here. I don't know. I would yes.
0: <laughs> wow. Brady, we actually have a listener. That's really weird. Wow. They did the listening. It's really kind of bizarre. One of, one yeah. of the few, of the proud. <laughs> <Like> <laughs>
2: apartments, other apartments here? I mean, I guess, I know townhomes have been built. Maybe they're building apartments as well in the yeah. next door to mine so
0: indeed they will be yeah so right. so you got you live out some a really nice area over there so you've got we're some too. nice open space and stuff mm. Lagerman, Reservoir, we're and so
2: lucky yeah we do the loop the open sky loop trail yeah. that big
0: off yeah. you know,
2: on my bike around that so we're so lucky to get to have this open space nearby
0: so day. my first question for you is how does somebody with a degree in a degree in applied physics decide that they're going to become a musician like what what were you, what were you thinking? No, it
2: was like <laughs> I know exactly. I mean, you should, I, okay. So I went to mines, school, Colorado school of mines and my life was going to red rock shows because you're five minutes from there. Like it mm. became an obsession of just going to live shows. And I finally had this sort of like revelation of sitting, I was like front row. I mean, this was in the mid nineties. So at, um, it was Lyle Lovett and his large band and Lisa Loeb was opening. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's just we'll a girl see. with a guitar.
2: And I'm like, I don't know if I could do the large band thing, but I bet I could do that. The girl yeah. with the guitar is simple. you know. I was like, I think I'm supposed to do that. And my boyfriend at the time, who was, again, he also was obsessed with all we did was go to see shows. He's like, did you miss your calling? And I'm like, maybe, or maybe I have two. It's so strange, because I, I, mean, I was a junior in college and I kind of was like, I, I sang in choir. I, Done in, you know various musicals and you know various kind of performing and um I realized I'd been like writing lyrics in my journals you know people write poetry or whatever my little personal style. that's what i had been doing and I'm like I think I'm supposed to write songs. it was very weird honestly I felt crazy so <laughs> graduating <laughs> college I did and I'm like this is it was just this weird voice in my head like you're supposed to do this and and you know you're like no I'm a math and science person this is you know but I've always had this other artsy side of me so um, I graduated and I started taking voice and guitar lessons I mean I already sang and but I wanted to write these songs in my head and try to create them and um, gosh you know then I I ended up moving out to Boston well, I did my first like couple open mics the old Penny Lane in Boulder
0: yeah um, yeah oh my gosh you know, that wow was my I love Penny yes. Lane.
2: I about yeah, that. that was my yeah. first, like, open mic experience. Wow. And then I moved to Boston. I'd had a roommate in Boulder who was from Boston. She moved back, so I kind of followed her because she had shared all this music. There are so many singer-songwriters out there. So I, in a way, like, I, I got a software job, like, an internet startup pretty easily. At, you know, I, I could get a job to help me move out there and um, started doing open mics out there and found a community that I just fell in love with, like, amazing music community there. Um, spent 10 years in Boston built up, well, okay, dot-com bust. They laid me off four times in five Oof. years.
0: Ouch. So, yeah,
2: it was rough. You know, it was like I, I'm feeling this. We just had a layoff at my company. I, I'm, I'm still a software engineer. And uh, so I, oh, I didn't explain the point how physics turned into software. forgot that part. Oh. Uh, Don't worry. We, we got having. plenty of
0: time. We got plenty of time, so keep going. Yeah.
2: That was just a – I was really just a – I was doing physics research, actually, um, for – lexmark the printer company right out of college Mm -hmm. and i hated research i literally i like realized i hated sitting in a lab taking data all day and like Mm -hmm. it wasn't enough immediate gratification but i did some programming some software stuff to like automate my testing equipment things like that and i'm like maybe i need to do that so i just i was able to switch switch careers pretty easily with my back with my mind's degree and And it was in the '90s when they were hiring anyone to like, we'll train you to be a software engineer because they need everything. You know, there's so many, so much need for it. So that's how I switched into that. Um, But uh, you know, there's a lot of people. I think a lot of people who started in my physics career didn't really stay in it and done other new things. And software is just something that applies everywhere now.
0: So, so Teresa, what was your dream job back then? What would have been your dream job? I'm just curious. Back then. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I was just
2: trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life then. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. sort of like, I i mean, back like right out of college kind of thing. Yeah. It, it was, I mean, I, I thought I wanted to study physics and keep doing research and th- it wasn't until I got into the real world of doing it. Um, but I always wanted to keep doing some kind of arts th- thing. Um, I didn't bring this up. I actually also was a dancer with the Boulder Ballet. Oh, wow. My life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, in college and previously in in high school, I danced with Ballet Omaha, where I grew up and then I came to college here and continued with ballet omaha and that was that was sort of a transition I did as well, which was from ballet into music, I'm sort of switching when performing art to a different one um, ballet you can 't keep doing like past your twenties anyway you know yeah, yeah. it 's just not if you 're just like regional company like ballet omaha or ballet boulder ballet um, at the time it was. It wasn't something I could, sustainable, you know, for, <laughs> being, I was pushing like 25, 23, I forget where, you know,
0: <laughs> when yeah. I quit. Yeah. and it had a natural end to it, obviously. Yeah, I mean, like, I, yeah.
2: I was enjoying it and, you know, I guess you could keep doing bit parts, which it's hard yeah. to keep your body in that kind of shape forever. Yeah. And so, then, per- yeah.
0: So tell me, did you grow up in a family of musicians or were they physicists or a little bit of both?
2: <laughs> my mom was a teacher. My dad was a dentist.
0: Oh, wow, well, we were just talking about dental stuff today, and getting <laughs> teeth cleaning, so yeah. 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 Uh, but he loves, loves physics, little... my
2: dad loves physics, uh, my mom loves to dance, they both love to dance, this is interesting, and I did grow up taking piano lessons, my mom made us all take piano as a kid, And uh, but I, I'm the only musician in my family who like started any kind of like career. I have five siblings, so... Oh um, my
0: gosh, wow. Yeah, yeah. we're very varied, <clears> they <throat> were
2: varied. They're varied. They're all over the place, from engineers to... Retired Army Lieutenant Colonels. To well, there's only one. Okay. To I do have a brother who's an artist who lives in Vermont and is a, um, a marble carver. He carves stone. Oh wow! Uh-huh. Yeah. So we're the two black sheep of the family. The two artists. You know, kind
0: of. And thing. you had no desire to be a dentist. None of us did. Okay. <laughs> none, of,
2: none of the six kids. Be, my poor dad.
0: <laughs> See, oddly enough, Brady, that was one of my career choices when I was a kid. I thought I, I was, was going to just- a dentist. Yeah. I had My career, like, the career day actually went with my dentist in middle I just, school.
1: I just, like, <laughs> we, we need dentists. It's a decent paying job. God bless people who like looking inside other people's mouths for a living. But I'm just like, I, I never know. had like zero interest in it. <laughs> uh, and I have a great dentist, and she's, you know, she does a fantastic job. Must enjoy her work on some level. But I was like, why
0: why dentist? Yeah.
1: Like, people pick weirder things, I like, guess. That's right. So, Teresa, tell me about,
0: like, when you're talking about going to all the shows at Red Rocks, I really am dying to know what was your favorite show during those times.
2: There were so many good ones. I mean, that was like, I got to see Fish there. I got to see Pearl Jam, Ida Franco. One of the coolest ones was Rabani Raid with the Chieftains. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That they, um, I saw the Neil Young Harvest Moon tour from like way back at the top of Red Rocks. You could see the moon rising over Denver. Oh,
1: wow. Um, sorry, But album. you make
2: me pick one. I, Indigo Girls um so god i don't think i could pick one i mean they were they were all just so moving i mean i just remember i remember like even alanis morissette cheryl Crow. some i mean wow, they'd be, you they'd be saw some all. really
0: you saw some amazing groups yeah Holy
2: and Jones. it was really it was just like especially the strong female singers you know singer songwriters were the ones that i'm like yeah i want to be like them in a way as i think it was, what was so inspired. Mm-hmm. Me. i love live i love the live music experience I love, I love performing. I've always been a performer. So getting on a stage to sing at first was kind of a fear because I'd always like ballet, you don't speak. You don't. <laughs> That was my background. Um, but so I had to kind of get over that. But once I got comfortable just being up in front of a mic, um, gosh, I realized how much I love, I just love putting, putting my music out there.
0: So did you play, it. did you play an instrument when you started or not?
2: You know, I'd taken piano as a kid, uh, so I knew the basics. And then um, I got a guitar when I – around – it was my, la- my senior year of college is when I got a, an actual guitar. Well, I shouldn't – to be completely honest, I did take lessons in guitar when I was 13 for three months and then quit. Like, hated it. Didn't want to practice. You yep. Know. Yep. Ballet was my thing, so I focused on that. And then – but then it was like, of course, it comes back to you. Isn't that weird? Like, like God, if I studied when I was a kid, I would be so much better. Um. Anyway, so yeah. yeah really I mean, this it, is really,
1: so. you know, like you gotta.
2: There's your guitars a
1: little bit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. and Brady
2: showing us his guitars. So
0: yes, I know he is showing <laughs> guitars. He doesn't play any of them, but
1: uh he's just showing us his. I guitar. No. I don't. I, I guess Hi. I laugh. I am just play. Kidding. I, used kidding. To play yeah. I used to play a lot. I used to play. I mean, I would play four hours a day at one point. Um, but I I don't play a lot now, and I'll I'll come back to it sometime in the future. But I I played a lot, a lot, a lot, and then I took lessons. And then I got much, much better, much, much faster. Cause I had all these hours logged in my fingers. And then she's like, if you do this and you practice that, it's going to help so much. And like over the course of a year, it's just, I mean, for people who poo poo taking guitar lessons, cause like Tom York said for Radiohead, anyone can play guitar. Right. And that's true. Like you can pick up the guitar and get very passable at it. And, and I mean, you could be a world-class musician, but sometimes you can unlock a lot of doors really, really fast. If you, if you go through that extra work. And I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, as much as anybody, um, you took lessons, right? So I did, I yeah. did,
2: and I've again hated practicing, even in my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I'm yeah. terrible. I'm the worst because I, I learned to write. I learned enough to write my songs, and yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a decent guitar player. You could ask my my fiance partner is my guitarist, my lead guitarist in my band, and um, you know, and he'll he really thinks I'm a great guitar player, and I'm like, well, I'm not a lead player, but I have good rhythm. Yeah, dance background maybe. I don't know. I have really good rhythm, so I'm a great rhythm player, and I can you know figure things out when I you know. Right, right now we just started um, learning. Do you know the Jeff Buckley "Last Goodbye"? Mm-hmm. Jeff Buckley mm-hmm. song. Sorry, yeah. Jeff Buckley song. Nice. Um, it's hard. We just started trying to. We want to cover that, and it's it's a really interesting song to learn. So
1: there's a lot of I those out there, though.
2: like that to like learn something that's hard, and then yeah, because you you I have to have better.
1: your your reach song right. Yeah. Because you'll never scale up if you don't have something that's a reach and. Um, so that's it's fun to learn that way and to like push and then it, even if you don't get there, you learn something in the process, you come back and finish it some other time. Mm-hmm. That's cool stuff, yeah. I really, I mean, that piece of it I always enjoyed. I think it's funny that you're like, you're like ah, practicing and I like, I could sit and grind <laughs> and play the guitar for like four hours straight and you're like, I'm going to get this stupid song. I'm going to finish this <laughs> without screwing it up. Um, but it is a process.
2: Yeah. I so guess so I have the re- motivation to perform it. Like if I'm like, yeah. I'm the singer and the performer so the guitar yeah. is like- Third, unfortunately.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I was always like, I just want to play the guitar. I'll sing for myself, and I don't care about anything else. Yeah. Like, what do you need? Um, I was yeah. gonna ask what you think about um, because you, you had a lot of these uh powerful female musicians that you 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 loved, but nothing that I heard that was super duper modern. Do you still go to Red Rocks? And and who do you like? We just went up on this Spotify binge of doing Regina specter and Lana Del Rey, and um, Regina right. Specter's absolutely insane. Like. I love that stuff. But what do you... I, I shared
2: a gig with Lana Del Rey before she was Lana Del Rey.
1: Really? Her wow. name is
2: Elizabeth. Elizabeth. What's her last name? Gordon. Gar- some, I forgot her last name.
1: Because she came from money, right? And sort of yeah. got into it yeah. that way? Yeah. It sort was
2: of- a, a New York City gig. I, I lived in Boston. I toured, toured in New York a lot. And... um I hadn't gotten to that part, my touring life. I did spend yep. many years like traveling, being a touring songwriter. So yeah, I played a gig right. It was like basically right before her at the li- the Living Room in in New York City. There's an old venue. I don't think it's there anymore. Um, yeah, and I didn't. A friend then a friend of mine called me up who had shared that gig with me, and he's like, "Hey, did, did did you know Lana Del Rey is that woman that played after us at the Living Room?" <laughs> <I'm
1: like, laughs> yeah, like, she's
2: Liz- Lizzie. She had a different name, Lizzie something. Okay.
1: Cause she's got, she's got an absolute uh great cover. And I think it's originally by sublime due in time in the okay. summertime when the living's easy. So she does yeah. that. um. And I think it's a new release. I think it's relatively new and it's, it's great. It's got her spin on it. It's a lot of fun. And then I put that on and was making dinner on Friday. We're drinking margaritas. It's beautiful weather. And then it starts off on this whole like, Oh man, remember, like we used to listen to Regina Spector and there's, we want them in this rabbit hole and there, I mean, to your point, they are, there really are a lot of really great female musician songwriters who've done really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and you got to kind of be in the headspace for it because it's so much of the, the male singer songwriters kind of where it's always, you know, that's what always gets popular, popular, and sort of what people expect. But, I mean, if you, if you open that up, um, there's, a, there's a really cool space there.
0: Very so right. Teresa, Teresa, so how did you, so you were touring, you were getting some really good, in, really good community in Boston. So how, how did you get here? I mean, what brought you to Colorado again? The family. Oh, okay.
2: Back. Yeah. Um, I have a, one, two of my siblings live here and six of my nieces and nephews. So when I family and then realizing I was living in Boston, like I was in college still in my thirties, you know, you get uh, like, you yeah. can't afford a place to live there. Um, my parents don't, they still are out west. They, they, they go between Omaha and Scottsdale. They snowbirds. So they come through Colorado and we're hoping to actually to get them to move here eventually. Um, so as you know, my family was, was the kids were being born and you know, I wasn't settling down anytime soon at that point. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> like I might as well live where, you know, my parents kind of said, well, we'll help you get a condo. In Colorado, you know, if you want to have a stable to so like basically start building, you know, having some equity in a house and things like that, so they helped me get this little condo in Ninth uh, and Pace in the on the east side oh, of the. Yeah, yeah. There mm-hmm. for a long time, and uh, now my partner and I, we were able to get this beautiful house on this side of town. He has, and I've acquired children. You know, I have two step kids now,
1: so <laughs> nice, so I didn't nice. have to
2: like. Settle down to get married and have kids. I they just I just acquired them.
1: So. <laughs> just acquired. That's how it happen. usually works, right? Yeah. I was like, right.
2: Okay, I'm a mom. Oh, so I hey, you shared
1: people.
0: you shared this really beautiful song with us called Paris. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it's really gorgeous. And I actually had an opportunity to look at your um, like some videos you have on your site. I have just to give you commendation for your site too. It's amazing. So I'd have Thank encourage you. people to <laughs> check out your website as well. It's really cool. It's really easy. I have to tell you, a lot of artists don't really have nice websites. I know that sounds really weird, yes. but some of them are a little interesting sometimes, but it's really well done. So I want to commend you for that. And then, wow. um, so tell you. me, where where does a person who kind of hung around Boston and went to the Colorado School of Mines and such, like, uh, what's where does Paris come from? Where does that inspiration mm-hmm. for that music come from?
2: That song... Um Gosh, many things. I did go to Paris. I did a you know, did a Eurail pass trip when I was in actually I was in college still and and uh that was my initial experience of being in Paris. I studied French in high school oh, in
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't remember much at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
1: see you <laughs> don't, stepped
0: don't into it.
2: <laughs> you stepped
0: into it there because Brady got his uh, degree in French. So you I'd study
2: like all the way up to like freshman year of college and then you know. That's uh, me too.
1: That's
2: me point, too, yeah, really, the song came from if of all things, it's kind of left field. Uh, I went to I toured to New Orleans and I saw this gypsy jazz band there. There's so much music there. I don't know if you've ever had the James Yes,
0: yeah
2: holy moly, so much music. And I just wanted to play I wanted to write a gypsy jazz song, and I had no idea how to do that. And the one gypsy jazz CD I owned was Django in Paris. Okay. so as I'm trying to write a gypsy jazz song, I'm like, well, I think I'll write, you know, I was listening to that album, and I'm like, well, I'll write about Paris. And that was the story just came to me. It's honestly, it's cold, totally made up.
0: It's, <laughs> it's. I mean, I'm just amazed by your gift. And that's amazing. It's really a be- beautiful oh. song. So you got a great voice too. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah the wow.
2: writing. It was all about the writing guitar. Yeah, you know.
0: Writing. <laughs> writing so, so tell us, where can people find your music? And you got to give a shameless plug to everybody. So, you know, where oh, can find your gosh. music. And then, okay. and then what are you up to like these days? Because of course, with COVID, I mean, the live performances are obviously yeah. still so
2: yeah. um so TeresaStorch.com is t-e-r-e-s-a usually you can still find it if you put an h in there but um and my last name is storage like torch with an s So TeresaStorch.com. you can find me you can find me on i know on spotify and itunes and uh, i don't really do instagram i should find me on facebook for sure and we're, we're usually doing facebook lives we, we have we don't have any scheduled right now but we've done a couple we think we're just gonna like spontaneously start doing. Me and my my partner Peter Lace. So we just we end up just doing a lot of duo stuff these days because we can't really get the band. I do have a band, the Teresa Storch Band. A um, couple other uh, local local guys, uh, Chad Mathis from from Boulder, who's a bass player with a lot of people, and, and Travis Moberg is a drummer here in Longmont. Um, we hope to get, get the band back together. Maybe we'll just do some like of those those little like Zoom recordings where everyone has a square and, um, but yeah i don't know what we're gonna do it, we had a couple gigs in in april that were canceled of course one in may is gonna be, it was supposed to play gross bard on the 15th i doubt that's happening yeah um, yeah and yeah. then i haven't bought i mean i basically haven't known what to do so, do you have you talk to other musicians are they shows well since we started like those, i right? don't even it's scary <laughs>
0: yeah i think it's it's mostly the facebook live you know aspect is that's what people are doing or trying to do and it seems to be somewhat successful with some people i don't yeah i mean i i don't know i'm guessing people are probably looking towards fall yeah. you know for some sort of um concert venues and and live performances but you know we'll just have to see i mean maybe it's uh Maybe there's a, a way to do smaller shows with social distancing, and maybe it's a smaller crowd. I don't know, but
2: mm-hmm. but
0: maybe that would be a possibility in the future too, as well. And gosh, I feel like I brought it down at a down note. I really don't want to bring it <laughs> down a downer. <laughs> so we,
2: we do have an idea though. we want to play on our front porch because we live across from our little local park. And that we'll would be
1: get cool. Get our neighbors
2: to sit and social distance, and yes. we will just playing.
0: That would be, porch. That I would be awesome. Do. I think you could do that. That would be really cool. Yeah, And then well, we'll try to open it up to
2: anyone. I don't know how, you know, other people, if it works well, maybe we could do it regularly.
0: Well, that would be really cool. And we'll be sure to put um, the, your website on our show notes. And then we really thank you for allowing us to use your song for the outro and music for the week. Ooh, and it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Anything else you want everybody to know before we let you go?
2: Oh, we love Longmont. We love this community. We love the music scene here. It's grown so much since I came back in 09, in oh, oh nine and it's so changed. And so thank you for to you guys for keeping it going and making the community a better place. And appreciate it.
0: Well, this appreciate week. it, Teresa. And, um, uh, wish the best to you and, and your band and as things go on and stay safe and be well.
2: Yeah. You guys too. All Keep right. doing podcasts we we'll do we're,
0: we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Teresa. Have a good day.
2: You too. Take care. Thank you.
0: All right, Brady. Well, that was awesome to have her on. Um, yeah.
1: I and I could. I mean, the unfortunate thing is, I know we should engage the guests, but so I can just nerd out about music forever. Just like, oh yeah. Like, it's, I mean, I really did. Like, we really did just have this like kick, and then we went back and listened to this album that came out by Regina Spector when we were in uh, Virginia in like '08 or '09, and it's so weird, but it's so like. She's very operatic, and she just hammers the living crap out of the piano, and it's, it's so much fun. Um, well, you
0: should share music with me sometime because I'm like a crazy person about music. Okay. it's One of those things we really don't talk about that much is music, but I'm like crazy fanatical for music. Now, we have probably different tastes entirely. Probably. But I love, like, whenever I go somewhere, I'll Shazam music. Like, if yeah. I hear something, I'll go, what the heck is this? And usually it's a Cafe Luna, and there's an afternoon barista there that plays, like, some really out-there music. But I've Shazammed it, and
1: I'm like, this is pretty cool. So I'm all about listening to new things, so you should share it with me. All right, so – well, we'll maybe just end on this as we, we can do some events, I guess, but um, yeah. I'll say, find Lana Del Rey and look up uh, "Do in Time," which is an old awesome jam that's like a, a sublime song, and it's about it's, it's a weird song. It's great. Uh, Regina Specter, I'm trying to think of the name of the uh, album. If, have you ever listened to her?: No, I haven't.. Ah, yeah, It's familiar. called "Begin to, yeah. Begin to Hope." It came out in six. Listen to that album. It's, it's weird. Uh, there's some weird stuff that happens in that one. I like it. I like really weird, thematically strange songs. Um, <laughs> I do. I like just like because music can go in such crazy places that you don't go when you're just talking to people, and you can do like all this cookie stuff. Um, and since we're talking about uh, female singers, then Feist, who's a Canadian yeah, oh, I boy, love Feist. She cracks yeah, yeah. me up. Yeah, I saw her in concert in Charlotte. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what she is Feist this, up to nowadays? I don't know what she's doing these days. Okay, but yeah. um, at, she had like this crazy paper art. Um, puppet show kind of going on, and they used like an overhead projector, and they did silhouette stuff while the while the show was going on. That was super fun. Um, she was great, and she used to play with a band called Broken Social Scene, which you can okay. listen to. Really weird thematically stuff. Uh, dive into that. So okay. I will I will talk you off about music, but we no, I love
0: it. I love it too. Into a sidebar. Um, yeah, I'll actually good. share with you a few a few songs too. that I think you might appreciate as well. So cool kind of given your your um music taste so i think for one event we, since we're in a music theme i should i think we should go into the discussion of this the classic album chat oh yeah the highway 61 bob dylan album so gray haven's group is gonna is gonna sponsor a, a discussion on may 18th from 7 to eight thirty p.m mm-hmm. so gray haven's group is this philosophy <clears throat> group and um, it's much more than that, too. It's philosophy, critical thinking, and other things. And I think, you know, if people want to learn more about Grey Havens and the classical album chat, they can go on their website at Grey Havens. Um, I think it's just grayhavens.org but you can Google it. But uh, Highway 61, interesting. Interesting.
1: Yeah, cool. good albums. I think good they're album. doing Pink Floyd's The Wall tonight. I think that's what.
0: Yeah, they're doing David Bowie, too. Oh, next boys, week.
1: Boys are my all time favorites. <laughs> uh, Ziggy Stardust inspires for Virus. That was amazing. It's an amazing album. <laughs> so I was so sad. He- it was so sad when he died. So sad.
0: So I don't think they're going to have any like '80s music. So I'd have an. I'd be joining the Madonna discussion or the Rick Huey Lewis discussion. in the News. Yeah, Huey Lewis and the News. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. again. You want to go back and see, you want to have fun on a summertime night. Put on Huey Lewis and the News. Just go, <laughs> go for it great (laughs) it's great like Um, people i mean people can really kind of get down on some of that stuff but like there's a lot i love it it's good stuff yeah um and it's it's just so quintessentially eighties. so we probably got a song here as an outro looks like you're i'm queuing up though yeah i'm firing up so i am just firing up this trying to think of what else we listen to um oh yeah knock it out of the park
0: hello and welcome to side dish your podcast about long
1: whoa. That was
0: weird. What the heck?
1: He's here to give the people what they want.
0: I know I am. Like last
1: week's podcast.
0: (laughs) I thought I'd do that. Isn't that great? So, yeah. All right, Brady, I think (laughs) I I got my, my tech support done. So I was able to share this song and uh, share with the audience as well. This is from Teresa
1: Storch and it's called Paris. And uh, she was uh, kind enough to share this with us. Yeah. We definitely thank you for coming on. Find us yeah. on wherever you find your podcast. Like, share, uh, everything helps. And send us send us your angry emails. <laughs> you know, make sure I play another um,
0: outro from another old show next week. So, thanks, to Andy, for our intro music. And again, thanks to Teresa Storch for sharing Paris with us. Thanks so much, Teresa.
2: nights in Paris I'm going to stroll out along the sand I'm going to watch the moon hovering over the Louvre and see the sun come up by an ultra down I'm going to spend all my nights in Paris, see the lights from an Eiffel Tower view, I want to sit on Café on Champs-Élysées Send all my postcards back to you